Good day, no ladies and gentlemen, and children, and old people, and dogs and cats, and men of the moon, and uh, weasels, and uh, let's go. Shall we go with everything with a vertebrate? Oh yeah, a verte- a verte- a verte- vertebrae, vertebrae. Everything with vertebrae. Gordano. Gordano to you, and to the invertebrates. Just try harder. Just try a little bit harder. Put you back into. It. Oh. Anyway, welcome along to the show. Vertebrates. Ah, vertebrates. My favourite kind. Yes. Best kind. Mm, yeah, so William, precisely. What, what have our vertebrate chums uh, got to look forward to in the forthcoming podcast, I they, wonder? They've got, they've got chatter concerning a certain normal person's birthday. My birthday. <laughs> <laughs> they've got uh, anecdotes from work from me, as is tradition. They've got anecdotes of uh, child incoming uh, uh, from you. Yeah. I mean, it's basically the same old Bull Barry Summers. Uh, that, Bull uh, Barry Summers. Bull, Bull Barry Summers. That, uh, BBS. That you've uh, come to expect and uh, enjoy. So, you know, just sit there compliantly listening. Not in service. Sorry, 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 not in service. Become a bit sinister, isn't it, Will? Sorry, not in. Well, I mean, it did, especially whilst they got into the double figures. Yeah. <laughs> you start to think they've got some uh, quite serious backing to be continuing to make these programmes, uh, films, if you will. Well, and you, you sort of wonder, who's, who's paying for this? Didn't you know? No. Oh, I mean, I suppose it's, it's not libel. He's dead. Or slander. He's, he's dead. It was Bin Laden. Bin Laden paid for the Police Academy films. Yeah, of course he did. Wow. To sort of get out you know of the, You know the bombing of the US Embassy? <laughs> What? That was actually a film set. No. 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 And that was a police academy. That was a... Yes. Film. That was a... My goodness. Good Lord. Wow. What a crikey Moses. What a... What a extraordinary. What, a, what an extraordinary... Factoid? Is factoid? Factoid. I mean... Factoid. Factoid seems like quite a lightweight word. Citation definitely <laughs> needed at this early stage of the show. Mm. <laughs> I've, Sorry, not in service. <laughs> so, William, welcome along to Sorry, Not in Service. Okay, now, of course, William, William, you were, of course, lying in a bloody puddle on the uh, on the pavement there, and, and you, with your last dying breath, you reached out and you said uh, to me, Simon, Simon, why, 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 Sorry, Not in Service, like Police Academy? And, uh, well, I, I, I lent in close to your ear. A bit close. Too close, and you asked me to back off. So I backed off, and then um, garlic breath, and <laughs> and, I, and I and I whispered to you as you as you laid there prostrate or prostate or whichever it was, whichever one it was, a combination and, uh, of two, yeah, well, six or one half a dozen. <laughs> in that particular circumstance, it was William, and and I said to you, it well, was. William, uh, the last word you're going to hear, police academy is like sorry, not in service, because of course, uh, because of course, it's been going on for far too long, and um, you can do all the uh, all the sound effects, can't you, with your fun vocal talent? So, uh, welcome along to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Nay, that was an example of a horse. <laughs> Point of the show. Oh yeah! <laughs> no, it'll flourish there for you listeners. Hope you enjoyed it, William. Who's going to do the first formatting point of the show? How are we uh, going to decide this time? Okay, well, who this are we going to fight? Let's see who can hit each other with a pen first. Oh, yeah, you, I win. Therefore, I go first. Right. Well, that seems like a fair trial. It does seem like a fair trial. Um, William, what have you been up to in the past fortnight? Uh, Simon, go on. Um, I've been up to um, some work. I've got two work-based anecdotes. I might fire both of them out in this link in a in a brash statement of hope for the future, or I might save one for later. Let's make a decision as we go on. Simon? Yep. 
Would you like a story from in a building or out of a building? <laughs> well, my favourite are always the ones that are in a building. Are you sure about the one yeah. that's in a building? Yeah, sure. Okay, so um, obviously, I'm not, well, obviously, but, but regular listeners will know that I'm not actually doing quite so many hours in the Nextfield supermarket these days, oh. focusing more on the outside work. But you've, you've, you've chosen to have an anecdote from inside a building. So today, I returned back into the Nextfield supermarket for the first time since last Wednesday. Triumphantly? <laughs> kind of. Well, it was early. I haven't done that in ages. <laughs> okay. I keep giving myself like two and a half hours to walk the ten minutes over there and uh, late nearly every day. <laughs> Good. So we get distracted. On. There's a river. Well, you... It, 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 it's the other side of the building, but why not go there first? Keep an eye out for ducks. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Are you, are you dropping twigs in the river and waiting for them to come round again? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> it takes a while. We've all drawn pictures of the rain cycle. <laughs> You seem entertained by that notion, though. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, on the walk in today, mm-hmm. I was with my beautiful lady Amoff. What sure. I love, of course. Right? But this meant that I'm not walking in listening to my cool pop music. Oh dear. But because I'm not walking in listening to my cool pop music, I've not had time to lodge in a lovely little track, generally without too much in the way of vocal behaviour, to kind of dominate my shift. It's just going to sit there, bubbling uh, oh, okay. underneath in my inner monologue. Sure, yeah. I got into work and I knocked out like five, six Fred Wedlock songs because I didn't know what was going on. Then I started to run out of music to think of what I'd gone to sing to myself while I'm just pottering around on the shop floor. This is all much of a muchness. They're used to it on clothing. Eccentricity. What's he doing on here? Why is he... <laughs> Why is that six foot two beardy man sorting through the bras like he belongs here and has been here for the last eight years? I'm going to ask if, him if there's anybody who works in the clothing department around here. Do you, Still, get, do you get that from customers? Every day. <laughs> every day. Excuse me, is there someone proper who works here? Yeah, every day. It, I cannot wait until the day that I quit. <laughs> Just go, yes! Neither can I. Actually, I do! Anyway, Simon, um, I was running low on this music, and listeners, whatever, and I was running low on music that I could sing of a standard behaviour, and so what I ended up doing was moving into more difficult elements of music, namely the Baywatch theme tune, but that one, I couldn't get past the second lyric, I just got stuck on the first one, even up to the point (laughs) where I got called down to checkouts, and without thinking about it put somebody onto my new till, right, turned on all the machinery, and as I started swiping, managed to let out as much as, some people stand in the darkness. Mm. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Nearly that volume. Uh, Got laughter from the people who were running checkouts, and they must have been about 40 feet away. (laughs) Oh, my word. Yeah. Good. Powerful human being. Certainly. Afraid to step into the Beep. Beep. (laughs) Sorry. I get carried away. You might need to say something, because otherwise I'm going to pick it up again. But I don't know what the next lyric is, so it's going to... Some people stand in the darkness. You've got to do something and stop me. Afraid to step into the light. Don't you worry. It's going to be okay. Do you have a next card? <laughs> So that's live Sainsbury's, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, you're very welcome to it. That was an example of a piano, ladies and gentlemen, and here's another example of a piano. Formatting point of the show! Plus vocals. Uh, now, uh, William, it's uh, it's uh, it's incumbent upon me to, uh, to 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 do the next formatting point of the show. It is what I've been up to in the last fortnight. Uh, and as far as I'm concerned, what are you talking about? The last thirteen and a half days may not have happened because uh, mm? may not have have happened. Well, they definitely have. They have happened. I'm 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 not disputing that fact. However, for me. Interesting things happening, nothing happens. And I, sir, was in a hot funk panic. Because I knew that at some point it was going to be called a, I was going to be called upon to do a format appointment. Oh, right. um, thankfully, yeah. thankfully, uh, my child came to my rescue. Your child, sir? Yes, sir. You know, I said when uh, it became clear that Carla was pregnant that uh, it was going to generate an awful lot of content. Well, the boy is, is, yep. <laughs> the boy is starting to um, bear fruit. 
thankfully. Um, so anyway, we went to have a lovely scan this morning at the hospital. Lovely scan. Lovely. It was one of the lovely scans. And uh, and uh, he um, he performed admirably in it. Uh, Juggling? No. Whistling? No, no, no. no. He was just no. waddling around or whatever they do. I'm not re- Waddling around? No, well, I wasn't really properly watching. Um, <laughs> Were you looking at the doctor? <laughs> Is that my son? <laughs> Are you my son? Are you my son? <laughs> Who's my son? Are you my son? Who my son? Who are my son? It was. It took ages to go and see the guy doing the scanning, and it took a long time uh, going to uh, see the obstetrician. And um, we were in there for about two and a half hours. Normally, it was. It was a long, long morning, and as it turned out, early afternoon. Um, so I had to rush back to work. I had a two o'clock meeting that I needed to attend. Oh dear! A health and safety meeting, no less. Oh, for safety. Yes, sir. So even quite... still, after the Brexit vote, <laughs> that's right. Weird. You that's have still thought, going on, isn't you it? Have thought all of that would have just disappeared into the ether. You would have thought I could burn whoever I wanted. We're now. not meant to care about human beings now. No, we're not. That's what I voted for, anyway. Yes. Anyway, uh, I was um, <laughs> I had, a, had a very important health and safety meeting, and um, fairly I, yeah, important. No, very important, and um, not that there's anything wrong on the farm. <laughs> putting it out there. Uh, no, it, it was just, you know, this was... It's just quite important. It was just important. It's just quite important. It was important that I was there. Was it being held at the top of a rickety ladder? No. <laughs> we don't have any. Um, you don't have any? No, we generally, generally we don't. Anyway, I'm, well, I, I just get up a rickety barn. I don't want to get bogged down in <laughs> in my workplace, health and safety, which is impeccable. The point is... But it can't be that impeccable. <laughs> <laughs> it stands to reason, Simon, if it's an important meeting... That tale therein lies. No, 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 it was no just a regarding health and safety, ticking boxes to make sure that we're doing everything correctly. And I can assure you, listeners and the health and safety executive, that all the appropriate boxes were ticked. Did you make sure they were supposed to be ticked? Yes. Or did you just go just go through the list, just tick, 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 tick? Yeah. Make re- just scan through, and make sure there's not any negatives in there, like you know. We have all good ladders. We have all good roof on buildings and things like that. And there's not a trick one where it's like we don't have <laughs> all like not fires. No, no, it was fine. Right, as it always is. The point is, sounds dicey. I had to rush back to the office for this two o'clock meeting. Very on. Uh, and now um, I got changed. Uh, I started work and then I got changed to go and go to the uh, go to the hospital because I didn't want to turn up and sit in the waiting room smelling of cow muck. Uh, and so I um, got back into the office just in the nick of time. I started undressing myself. Nice. Getting ready to get dressed back into my work clothes. In the office? Yeah. Oh, I see where this is going. <laughs> Certainly, sir. <laughs> Knock on the door. In he comes. And this is Simon. Ah. Ah. Bum, bum, Radio. Uh, William. Square Pushar. <laughs> yes. Square <laughs> oh, Very good. That was a very good impression, Thank William. Uh, William. Uh, you, 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 you were, no, whatever. Well, fill in the blank. Uh, William, um, you will remember, of course, that we had the, the lovely, the sexy, the, uh, the supercharged and superfly Tom Reed on the show last week. Oh, last joke. time. Yeah, it was a lovely time. And thank you very much, Tom, for coming along. One of the topics discussed in the uh, talk show was um, the subject of um, buttered bread, William. I'm going to raise this oh. beast up again. <laughs> yep, okay. Because up we come. Parents came round. Mum and Dad came round to our place on the Saturday oh. after the show. Oh, I see. Whilst, right. Uh, whilst the old bread and butter thing was still a uh, hot potato. Uh, we, we, um, we, I, I, I broached the subject. I said, guys, guys, what's happened? To me, what happened to me? What happened to me? Read a bread and butter, and uh, and and they said, "What are you talking about, you idiot?" Mum slapped me around the face a few times, and Dad told me I was a disgrace. And then I, as then they I, want to, as then, uh, then I explained. Well, guys, th- I've I've learned that uh, I've been bustering one side of one slice of bread all my life, and and other people don't seem to do this, and it's caused me a lot of personal anguish. Can you tell me how, where this came from? Turns out, Mum butters both sides. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely same as everybody else. Dad. Father, however. Oh, hello. Very different man. But how different? Oh, incredibly. Look at him. Uh, he's pretty extraordinary, isn't he? Oh, yes. He's extraordinary to look at and extraordinary yeah. to be with uh, and extraordinary to butter your bread with. 
uh, because mm. um, because of course uh, dad butters one side one slice of bread apparently it's a Lee family tradition back from the times when people were poor ah right I see and mum is not genetically a Lee that's right sir otherwise <laughs> right. although that will explain what I'm looking at right now but uh, but that's but no no absolutely not so mum's of different stock I uh, just need to clarify that for any confused listeners out there Severe winds across Dartmoor on Tuesday, causing a great many people to comment, great weather for washing? Bolts of lightning will descend on Ipswich on Wednesday night. However, they won't be tethered to the sky, so they will just fall like big electric sticks. The summer sun will start to end from Thursday, causing Professor Brian Cox to send bombs in order to restart our star. Clouds made of ghosts will appear over the sky in Derby over the weekend. The ghosts will mainly be of long-dead show jumpers, and they will be arguing at full volume about the performance-enhancing horse drugs. Wrath will be declared a new form of weather on Monday, making sin predictable with 70% accuracy. Weather will be experienced for the first time in 28 years in Tewkesbury next Thursday. Residents are advised to try not to soil themselves in the excitement. Lifelong fans of Oxygen will be thrilled on Monday, when it finally gains majority control of the atmosphere's chemical composition, leading to fires. <clears throat> Charlie Chaplin once said, I always like walking in the rain, so no one can see me crying. In that spirit, people of Hull should remain indoors and alone on Tuesday. And one cloud on Tuesday will be more sluggish than the rest. Residents of Tuesday are advised to offer words of encouragement. The smog in Bermondsey will reach illegal levels next Friday. Later in the day, lab testing will reveal it's just flour spilt from an overhead aeroplane and everyone will calm down a bit. So in conclusion, next week can be spoken of in terms of fact, like last week and the week before. Sensual sounds of the crash test dummies there, excusing distraction. During the, um... Act of intercourse? Yes! Do you want a mini egg, Will? Yeah, I do, actually. Thanks. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Now, speaking of mini eggs, Simon! Oh, brilliant. And indeed, things beginning with... Oh, sorry. Now, speaking of mini eggs, Simon! Yeah. No food and drink in the studio. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one of the... They're kind um... of neither, though, are they? What, mini eggs? Yeah. They're just small eggs. Do you want another? Yeah, that's it. I haven't even chewed this one yet. Just keep. Shall I pour some more in? <laughs> no. Oh, all gone in this, Niz. I'm just wedging them in. I'm wedging them in him. Pop it. I don't want this one. It's got your spittle on it. Pop that in. What were you saying, Will? So, speaking of mini eggs, Simon. Yes, Will. You're thinking of nothing else, are you? <laughs> I'm distracted. Well, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of other things, Simon. It is, of course, Simon. Yeah. Now, well over 33 years <laughs> since the last uh, since the last episode of MASH was aired. Right. Um, We've all been thinking it. Well, it set a record for most watched television episode and <laughs> reached the total audience estimated at 125 million. I thought, we're all thinking that. That was the main thing that happened in 1983. Do you want some more mini-eggs? I'm alright for a moment. <laughs> okay, fine. Go <laughs> <laughs> on. And of course, um, the Osmanning radio transmitter, the last wooden radio tower in Germany, was also demolished in 1983. 1983? But not all things came to an end in 1983. <laughs> but all things came to an end in 1983. <laughs> I've got two like more, listeners. 
No. I might take one. Don't. Take one. <laughs> <laughs> they are mini eggs. Come on, Matt. On for the road. There we are. Good boy. I like going to the road. Now, <laughs> what are you saying? Now, of course, in 19... It's difficult. In 1983, of course, not all things ended, did they? No, 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 probably not. No, unlike those mini eggs. Mm-hmm. All gone. Oh, they're, they're all gone. Well, I say they're all gone. They're still very much, um, still very much the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Masticating in the corner. Yes. Casey. And... Uh... Yes, I mean, some things started in 1983, didn't they? <laughs> what, really? Oh, there was a chain of events uh, was started in 1983 that led up to this current situation. Mm. I can't have started, you know. How you measure these things. Anyway, Simon, what I'm saying is, it's your birthday tomorrow, isn't it? Simon? That's right, sir. Of course, I was born in 1983, and it must be said, of course, that mum and dad had um, some right-on sexual intercourse in 1982. Of course, so you could almost say that the late 1982 the, the run-up started in 82, but the um, explosion into the world very much an 83 sort of job. I mean, a rough guess. I'm going to say is when they're getting the Christmas decorations out of the attic. Well, it's a very sensual time, isn't it? Of course. Well, attics are sensual in general. Well, <laughs> exactly. The things you can do in them. It is. Mm. It is. <laughs> My God. You've so, made this very difficult with this, this mini-egg schmozzle. Mm, certainly. So what, what, are you, what are you driving at, Will? What am I driving? Well, I'm driving headlong, Simon, into, into the business of... Um, well, for a start, you have 50 party poppers. Oh my goodness me, well, he's literally passed me a big bag of explosives, ladies and gentlemen. Another 50. There's another right. 50. No, so now Simon's got 100 party poppers to indicate that this is his birthday. Sure. Uh, those, traditionally, <laughs> are not... You're not going to let one off in the studio, are you? Well, it doesn't say I can't on the rules. I probably shouldn't. I'll have to get the hoover out. Thank you, Will. That's okay. That's not the main... Really... Right. Uh, no, that's not the main thing, though, Simon. Good. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'll give you one of these things. So right. he's um, re- reaching into his bag and still trying to broadcast. Uh, still broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got the bits of sort of hard shell of the mini Yeah, they're eggs? all trapped around my gums. They're glued there by the uh, the low-quality chocolate. Oh, Simon. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a present now. It's, it's light. Okay, good. I'm going to throw it to you frisbee style. Uh, uh, well, listen, what, what I'm seeing here is um, some very much, um, I, th- I think, reused... I'm going to use my finger to uh, clear out her own gums. You keep talking. Sure. Um, very much uh, what looks like oh, uh, <laughs> reused... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got his finger right in there. And, uh, and uh, reused wrapping paper going on here, I think it's fair to say. I'm busy unwrapping it. It's held together with... Um, with uh, not masking tape, with, uh, 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 packing like wrapping package. Uh, brown brown tape. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm largely mouth clear. Now, Simon, we'd like to tell the boys and girls what you've got. You've got the first bit of official uniform. You have indeed. For our neighbourhood watch paramilitary, the Black Swans. It's a uh, a baseball cap style uh, implement. Uh, it's all in white. And it says across the top, emblazoned, yeah, the black swans, logistics slash spreadsheets, I thought and I'd a picture give you a roll. of what looks like a, a, a black swan with a, a drunk black swan <laughs> with a sort of broken, broken arm, which is, of course, the symbol, because, of course, yeah. uh, the black swans will, of course, be breaking the arms of... <laughs> They're coming for you. So-called... <laughs> So called, so called Daesh. So called Daesh. Or, so um, yes. So precisely. Uh, so party atmosphere. Uh, don't, 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 well, Simon, Simon, Simon. What, what's that? Okay. Right. For listeners at home, Simon was just just decided the safe thing to do here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Was to pull a party popper into a bag of the remaining forty nine party poppers, yeah. which are of course all explosives. <laughs> oh yeah. You're about to essentially <laughs> launch a fire into a tinder dry bag. Of gunpowder and very small pieces of paper. Oh, that would be my first act in my black swans uniform. <laughs> first thing you do in charge of logistics as part of the black swan is explode a studio. Certainly, sir. Because, of course, ISIS will want, so-called ISIS will want to take over the uh, means of communication in the area. So I think it's it, important to destroy, <laughs> destroy it first. Immediately. My first act as leader of the black swans. Is to um, destroy the studio in which the Black Swans were founded. Certainly, it's the last thing they'll be expecting. They yeah, wouldn't have guessed it, would they? No, sir. No, I don't know if even be on their radar. <laughs> Must destroy the radar. Must as well. get radar as well.
just like the rain there, um, we have arrived on Friday. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Certainly, that's that's right. Now, uh, Williams, explain to me uh, again why I shouldn't be firing party poppers into a bag full of explosives. So I shan't be doing that we anymore. We can do that outside later if you like. On school property? That's a great idea. Yes, but it's raining, it'll be fine. Of course it will. The yeah. kids will enjoy the chemistry. Uh, and uh, the point is, William, that, uh, of course, you told us a wonderful anecdote earlier about being inside. Oh, inside. And we're going to set a fire in the school property outside. Oh, we are, aren't we? Which is another anecdote that you were about, to, you had in your, in your arsenal. Yes. The other anecdote that I had yeah. was about working outside, Simon. Oh, yeah. And um, now, one of my uh, customers, employers, it's a grey area. It is, isn't it? They're usually old. Employers. I... Go on. So, one of my estimates, one of my estimates was <laughs> um, well, tasked me with the business of weed killing. Oh, wow. Right, so you'd uh, a, a great uh, pack of spray. No, this, this is an anecdote in two parts. Okay, sure. In oh, two wow. parts. Because um, numero uno, uh, they showed me this backpack. For carrying around with a weed killer. Yeah. I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fill it up much beyond uh, five litres, because this thing can get pretty heavy. Sure. And I, I said, I said, Tush and fi, sir. Tush and fi. And uh, I said, no, it'd be fine with five litres. Nothing, nothing. I'll, I'll knock it up to about 20-odd litres. <laughs> and um, the, the man was shocked. No doubt. He was an old man. Yes. And he was a man whose history was in business. Right. He was unfamiliar with the business of strapping, strapping chaps. Capable of carrying around uh, 20 litres worth of weed killer. Sure. But I did it, sir. Okay. I did it. Popped the straps on my back and said, it's fine. Not a problem at all, sir. And uh, he was, he kind of went a bit quiet for a little moment. And I thought, something's a bit wrong. Mm. And then I just kind of just, because this weed killing backpack thing, one (laughs) hand is you have the, you have the actual hose. Oh, right. right? And for the other hand, what you've got is you've got a little kind of pump. Yes. You lift it up and down. And it, it primes I've seen Dad the weed it. killer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I went, see, it's fine. I can do this. And he looked confused. And so I just kind of started pumping this thing next to my side. Right. But I hadn't really thought about it. The trigger was already depressed. It was only kind of an on. It was kind of locked on. Yeah. So the moment I started doing this, I just started weed killing his lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Which I immediately apologised and just kind of pointed it off in one direction. But I kind of pointed it into a flower bed. He got over it. <laughs> uh. Because it needs to be sh- shaken up a little bit first. It's probably fine. It's p- probably okay. I haven't been back since, so hopefully I haven't destroyed part of it. Anyway, that's merely the opening gambit. Oh it's my the bit, goodness. It's the bit where I look great. I can hold 20 litres. Yeah, of course. We're all impressed. We are, aren't we? <laughs> Draw a picture of yourselves looking impressed, listeners. And eat it. Dearest, <laughs> <laughs> he says he's got an awful temper. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Anyway... We move forwards to a point some 20 minutes later. I'm busy weed-killing around the back of their house. Now, these people are immensely rich. Mm. They're in a house. Of course. <laughs> They're four. Yeah. And uh, they, 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 they employ a, uh, a woman of um, Zimbabwean origin, actually. She was, she was kicked out um, um, for daring to own a farm um, a while back. Right. <laughs> yes. They employ her as a chef, mm-hmm. such housekeeper. Okay. And uh, she was waiting for a lemon meringue pie. She was waiting for it. She was waiting for a lemon meringue pie to finish baking. Oh, okay. Yep. She, was out, she was outside uh, uh, taking the fresh air by the medium of a kind of uh, burning uh, stick of herbs. And, um... A cigarette. Yes. Yes. You, you look perturbed then for a minute, Simon. Yeah, I, I did. Move on. Well do. Anyway, whilst chatting on the subject of lemon meringue pies and discussion about uh, cooking behaviour, yep. she said, um... I'm not going to do the, uh, the voice. She said, has it been raining? And I went, no, it's not rain for days. <laughs> you know, it's right. So I've got a really, I've just got kind of a wet bottom. And I went, and I kind of, she was at the bottom of a kind of stairwell. And I walked over and looked down on her, um, as I want to do with anybody that I meet first time. <laughs> Don't take it to heart, listeners. I'll do that to everyone. I looked down and I went, oh, yeah, yeah. I've just sprayed a load of weed killer down there. <laughs> and she looked up at me and went, you just weed killed this area. And I went, Yeah. Yeah, there's a load of SBK there. Not sure if you should be sass in it. <laughs> Is anything going to happen to me? And I went, well, would you say you've got a mossy bottom? 
<laughs> she was not impressed. I, mean, I don't really know her that well. Mainly what she's taught to me is elements of tragedy. I think she thinks I was mocking her. Otherwise, she threw away a cigarette, which I later cleaned up, and she she left. I still don't know whether or not she had a mossy bottom. <laughs> oh, email in, listeners. If she had a mossy <laughs> bottom. <laughs> I have built a tree house. The official anthem of Storley there. <laughs> and, um, Certainly is. It's uh, entirely built of tree houses. It really? It is. Never been there. Don't care for the place. Move on. No. Well, you wouldn't do... Uh, no, no, Simon! Go on. Now, I suppose, obviously, you'll remember that June 25th when India won the uh, the Cricket World Cup by defeating the West Indies by 43 runs. Certainly, like it was yesterday. Mm. Or like it was 33 years ago. Oh, my goodness. Good Lord. Um, and of course, you would also remember the uh, the uh, the lowest temperature on Earth that was recorded in Vostok Station, Antarctica. Uh, it's 9.2 degrees. I do. That was in 1983, wasn't it? It was in 1983. Now, similarly, Simon, do you know another thing that happened in 1983? Yes, certainly. My first defecation. Actually, no, I think, because didn't you... It was 84. <laughs> I think it was 84, wasn't it? Yeah. It was before fibre was invented. Yes, this is true enough. <laughs> it was a protein-heavy diet back in them days. Now, Simon! Come on. To commemorate the fact that it's been 32 years since your, um... First, uh... Defecation. Certainly. Uh, Simon, I have got you a trophy. A trophy? A kind of trophy. But I've already got a trophy wife. <laughs> it means purposeless. It's an affectation, Simon. Is it? I thought you meant like something to show off. Yeah, but like purposeless to show off. All oh, right, I haven't got a. Not- tro- I haven't got a. I haven't got a trophy wife. No, you haven't, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna show her off. Keep her at home. <laughs> Alan, Simon, <laughs> Simon, go on. So Williams, Williams handed me another item. This one has been again. It looks like it's second-hand wrapping paper. It is second-hand um, wrapping paper. There's, there's an amount Christmas. of uh, parcel tape on there, but he's he's adorned it with some string, some uh, kitchen string, some kitchen string, just a bit of kitchen string, Good. enough to um to uh, to lynch a dormouse, <laughs> should you wish to. Yes, and you're not going to be doing that by accident. Oh, lovely, Lummy Lou! This looks like musical instruments, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, uh, I, the one is an official Sue Rider harmonica. They're both official Sue Rider products, <laughs> are they? They are indeed. Yeah, good. Right. It's weird going into a charity shop and buying something new, but I'm getting used to it. <coughs> Simon, there, the noise of him trying to open some cardboard. <coughs> Right, so okay, lovely. We're, 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 we're out of the cardboard here, people, we're and out. I'm just delving into the sheet, seeing what I find. Oh, lovely, look at this. Oh. 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 Now that is going to make some astounding jingles. <laughs> Four vacuum points of the show. Oh, yeah, you've got to blow into it and make it work, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. What's this one, Will? There's a recorder. Oh, is it? <laughs> Totally good. So, uh, so um, hang on. Yeah, right. So, uh, okay. Well, can you can you shout formatting point of the show into a recorder now, Simon? Well, we'll find out. Formatting point of the show. That kind of works, doesn't it? In case it's of- a lovely, it's a lovely turquoise colour. Thank you, Simon. Uh, it looks. <laughs> <laughs> it's solid as a rock, and it looks like it can certainly cause a lot of tears. So, um, let's see if I can uh, let's see if I can bash out some of the some of the old tunes. Uh, here we go. So, okay. can go back to the recorder. Recorded lessons taught, of course, by the wonderful Mrs. Wilson. Of course, <laughs> the EastEnders theme on the Coron Glade. <laughs> 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 just see the look of concentration. <laughs> it's quite sombre.
Ah, so that was um, just misc, really. Uh, William. Simon. I, I don't know about you, but I'm six of the back teeth of presents. Are you? Yeah. Uh, well, hang on, hang on. C-E or T-S? Oh, C-E. Lord. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Oh. I don't, I don't much care for you. I'm not really into your company. I, I much care for you. Uh, that's that's awkward, isn't it? I tell you what I do care for, though, William. It's top much. ten singles countdowns. And at numero X, it's social imposition with the last toothbrush. Germans don't like it, but I sure do. It's number nine. It's Hot Gary with buggered swans. Like an infinity that's just arisen to greet the new morning, it's the archipelagos with Who Am I? <laughs> just draw a, a, a vertical line and then a horizontal line. It's a badass predators with recycling center. Now, uh, let's just kind of lop off the top right corner of that eight. At number six, it's Dusty Knackers with If I Said You Had a Weird Body. <laughs> number five, thanks to sales, it's the Micturation, Micturation Brothers with Fluoride Overload. And at number four, it's Angry Man with Push for the Perm. Number three, this week is Daisy Carp Gob with Crayola Portrait. And as a number two, slipping down four paces from its amazing position it had before was Luck of the Draws with Wake Up and Make Me Go to Sleep. <laughs> and at number one this week, thanks to the Queen buying all the records, it's Bloody Sacrifice with Botched Payroll. So that's your top ten, ladies and gentlemen. And this is the number one hit single, Bloody Sacrifice with Botched Payroll. Look at your face It scintillates with beauty Like a plate I'd like to take your face Put it in a crate It's so clean I can eat my dinner off it Like a plate I make love to you Like a guy in the bus A return ticket To sex town you wouldn't want to stay there. Sometimes it's too big grip. Yeah, sing it again. This is the number one hit song in the world. And it always will be. Yeah. Like the 38 that serves Elminster, but also the villages. Take my love ticket. You've got a choice, but I just don't. Our love is like Antiques Roadshow There's loads of old people looking at it There we are. Uh, now listeners, we have received an email Just the one On tonight's hot topic Of William and the lady with the mossy bottom and uh, it's from... Right. A, a, and the lady with the... It's like a Harry Potter book. Oh, is it? <laughs> William Lee and, and the, the lady, lady with, with the, the mossy, mossy bottom. bottom. <laughs> what a, a page-turner that is. Uh, now, uh, William mentioned, of course, the weed colour that he was using was SBK and the uh, the anonymous author of this email. Was it the actual... Was it the... Um, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the group Anonymous? <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, Anonymous have written in. <laughs> uh, long-time listeners of the show, of course. Uh, uh, you... you, you <laughs> That's her theme tune. Uh, <laughs> who, who, who's that at the door? Oh, it's Anonymous again. Come in! So Anonymous writes, You do realise that SBK stands for Scrub and Brush Killer. Goodness only knows what you've done to her. So, of course, the implication there being from Anonymous is that this lady is some kind of scrub. <laughs> and there they are. <laughs> Crazy masks, but jaunty tunes. <laughs> Welcome to Anonymous. That's on their posters. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Three thumbs up. S I M O N for C A R L A. S I M O N 
Backup telephone. I beg your pardon? Uh, backup telephone, sir. Really, now? Mmm, quite so. Go on. Sounded dicey. Yes. Yeah, I thought this sounded very dicey. Yes. So, I entertained the fellow for a little while, and he was uh, speaking on the... The, this, this, the fellow was on the phone. Speaking to me by the f- telephone. Yeah. You know how telephones work. Vaguely. Well, kind of. Something to do with wizards. Not <laughs> <laughs> like Lord of the Rings in that respect. Anywho, uh, I said, well, why would I need a backup phone? So, well, what happens if your your phone breaks? And I said, well, well, I guess I wouldn't have a phone until I got a new phone. And he went, well, what what would happen to all your numbers? And I said, well, they'd be on the phone, wouldn't they? He said, oh, but you can't call anybody. I said, well, that's not an issue. If I need to speak to people, I'll drive to them. <laughs> he didn't think of that, did he? He didn't think of that. And he said, well, but, but what about, you see, what we can do is we can offer you a backup phone... Right, for only £12 a month more. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Oh, no, it's not. No, no, it's a terrible idea, Simon. Mm. I said, hang on, so for £12 a month more, right, on top of my existing contract, I'd have a spare phone. He said, yeah. I said, but, now hit me out here, man. Hit me out. And I was taking my time. I was speaking quite casually with him. I was being quite nice with the fellow, actually. I'm normally quite combative on the telephone. Don't like him. Stand at a distance. Shout at them. And um, I said, Hear me out here, man. Right. He's saying £12 a month. And he went, yeah. And I went, but why don't I just buy a really cheap phone as a backup phone? Right? And he went, ah, but you're going to need a contract for it. And I went, ah, no, 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 I'm not. I could just get a pay-as-you-go phone. And he went, ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've thought about this before. <laughs> We've thought about this before. I like that. I like the idea. He got together with this little team. They thought about the possibility that people are going to want to get a pay-as-you-go phone. <laughs> So we thought about this before. Do you know that most people spend, um, on average, um, about, I think you said it was about £10 a month on pay-as-you-go phones. So it wouldn't work out cheaper. And I went, oh, I went, you're right, you're right. But if I'm buying this exclusively as a backup phone, now hang on, hang on, stick with me. If I'm buying this as a backup phone, yeah, I'm not going to be getting any more pay-as-you-go credit. He went, what? <laughs> Which I enjoyed because it suggested the little workshop unit he'd been in for this contract backup phone scenario. <laughs> they never thought. <laughs> you said, mate, your statistics are misleading. Hear me out, right? <laughs> You've mainly got a pay as you go phone. You're going to be having to top it up. If it's a backup phone, you don't have to top it up. And he went, wow, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was really pleased. Uh, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. My initial outlay is going to be tops, what, £20? That's a payback raise of, like, what, for six weeks against your contract system. I mean, that's a really good point. <laughs> and hung up! <laughs> oh, William, that's extraordinary. I'm going to round of applause there. And the listener's doing it too. I can assure you of that. Uh, there's so, loads, so many things I love about that. One, I love the idea that they've come up with this plan for... You could sell them a... Is a backup phone a thing? Yeah, backup phone. Backup phone's a thing. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll sell them backup phones. Great idea. Uh, and <laughs> that is brilliant. And secondly, I also like the idea that major companies are now going to be using you as a customer sounding board. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to try and phone up, try and sell you something, and if it passes, passes muster with the weird bloke on the other end of the phone, then they'll go for it. If not, back to the drawing board. I loved it. It's, a, it's kind of like Dragon's Den, but it's all what pigs hutch. <laughs> I just like the fact, honestly, they must have tried contacting me about 15 times or so in the past fortnight. They finally got through. That was it. <laughs> Backup phone, indeed. I am not Jesus, though I have the same initials. I am the man who stays home and does the dishes. I am not Jesus. Though I have the same initials. William, please pass me on a present. No, because first, Simon, I have to follow the format of the evening so far. And Simon, do you remember 33 years ago? I'll get you some food while you do this. No, down! 33 years ago in three days. Do you remember what was happening, Simon? 33 years Years ago. ago. Three days ago. Yeah. Remember what was happening? That would have been August the 16th. Yes, it would have done, Simon. And did you know that was the... First airing of the show Wooden Top that was to become The Bill. I did not know that. Apparently it first 
just wouldn't stop. I have no idea. I haven't got that far yet. You're listening to Wikipedia. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're five days off the 33-year anniversary of the old Philadelphia arena being destroyed by arson. And on that subject, Simon. Yeah. Pull the blind cable. Not the blind. It's not like an alarm. Um, right, <coughs> Simon. Yeah, we have one present left. Uh, to be honest, this isn't a present that's going to work very well on air, so I thought I'd save it until last. Ah, excellent, crescendo. Lovely stuff. So this is, again, second-hand wrapping paper, but this is a different motif. This is golden. Uh, so I've got the previous one to white. Yes, that's right. I should have made that clearer. Uh, the insides, the innards, though, are white. And... <laughs> I've got one for every major fan of the company Vistaprint. Do you know what? I was going to buy myself one of these, well. <laughs> it's a white t-shirt, black lettering. <laughs> it says... I, I was genuinely going to buy this. <laughs> so thank you for saving me the bother. It's quite alright. The t-shirt reads, there's three lines. First line, company name. <laughs> Secondly, company message. Third line, web slash other. Ah, you're a real squire. As a real fan of Vistaprint, I thought you might appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. I'm not sure which part of it I like the most. I think it's web other. Or oh, company message. <laughs> company message. I wear it with pride. Yeah, <laughs> nothing else. Um, well, thank you so much, William, for my presence. That's um, quite alright. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna pop my top off. Uh, as if Obviously, I, as if I were expecting a health and safety audit, and um, and pop this on. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's quite all right, boy. Uh, William, um, I was going to say any time, but obviously not. No, no, of course not. It's um, specific times of year. sake what's going on graham has new trousers and will be promenading up and down ash bristol on tuesday morning showing them off to men women old men old women and within reason youngsters graham is 68 years old is a retired interpretive dance instructor makes love in his spare time and has new trousers Ave graham and rain is to be decriminalised in Clatworthy from Monday, following a successful action from, by the Campaign for Untroubled Meteorology. Rain, which has been punishable by firing squad for 15 years, has been indirectly linked to dozens of injuries in Clatworthy. Most of these have been attributed to revenge-based bullet rains, frequently following successful prosecutions. Wind will still be punishable by vigorous sandblasting. Local entrepreneur Timmy Slackpocket will be appearing on Dragon's Den this week. Timmy is remaining tight-lipped over what product he'll be seeking investment for, but sorry not in service understand that it's likely to be his patented man litter tray that has proved to be such a success in Wivaliscum. The man litter trays installed around the town have really lightened the place up, with their jazzy neon likenesses of former Wimbledon champs printed on the sides, not to mention their main purpose of bringing an end to grown men relieving themselves willy-nilly in the streets. And the Toyota Yaris will be coming to Ash Brittle on Wednesday. <laughs> the Toyota Yaris, which was heavily marketed as a fun vehicle, will be travelling from Chiswick, where its owners live. The Toyota Yaris will be in Ash Brittle until Friday, when it will make its way home. Godspeed, the Toyota Yaris! <laughs> well, I'm standing, listeners, and you should be too. Ten Radio's very own Pop Porcupine and Hershute Heron Barry Summers will be raising money for the Bring Back Forced Child Labour to Our Towns and Villages campaign next Thursday. Summers, 74, will donate £40 for every time someone pinches his sweet rump or sends him an abusive email throughout the day. Good luck, Barry. And the jelly that has been in charge of Fitzhead for the past 20 years is expected to issue a new decree on Thursday, following an activity increase in the green bit. The green bit, generally considered to represent the jelly's transport policy zone, hasn't made an announcement since 1998, when it decided against a dual-carriage bridle path to Norton Fitzwarren. Well, ladies and gentlemen, those are the events, all different shapes and sizes, and I'm off to eat some more corned beef. Mm -hmm. He would been eating corned beef before. That's also an event. <laughs> In and of itself.
Well, never a truer word spoken. Never, never were a truer word spoken. We've spoken about a lot of influential people, a lot of influential events tonight, Simon. Sure. And you know what? Never has been a truer word spoken by anybody. Piss off! Piss off! That's right. We've had these doors and windows open for a little while now, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the smell of corned beef and sushi sm- and um, uh, and burst party poppers. Is, yeah. Uh, hopefully it's dissipated. And burst dreams. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of burst dreams. But uh, speaking of burst dreams, Simon, I don't know if you've noticed, but um, we haven't actually had any kind of sense wafting into the room. No. The smell of um, hardy men, uh, you know, covered in... in in engine grease. Yes. And, and sweat. Yes. And, and vigour. And tags. And tags. Man alive, a lot of tags. Mm. None of that's been happening. So, um... Uh, one well, one, one can a, only presume. One can only presume that we've come to the very difficult point where we have to officially declare... Uh-oh. Oh, no. There are no bombings. Maybe they're lost. Or stuck in a tree. I'm really worried. Back to ladder. Now, it's worth pointing out at this stage, listeners, that whilst you do have to fetch a ladder, it is possible you might have to climb up or down. The tree possibility is there, but the unspoken possibilities involved uh, wells, they involved the uh, the Deepwater Horizon oil rig, uh, they involve the moon, of course, which is now accessible to humanity. But that's... Uh, that's that, uh, but I didn't know that, William. That, you could say, is something I've learnt this evening. Oh, that's a very good I point. I wonder you what else we have learnt this evening. I wonder what we've learned. Let's find out. Moss-bottomed girls make William's weed-killing world go round. Simon shouldn't really be having children. Uh, I shouldn't burn down 10 radio until Isis or the Isises are definitely on the bus. And nothing makes Simon happier than receiving presents and uh, being very, very old. And I've still got it. It and it is Prick. <laughs> closing the show. We hope you've learnt your lesson. That was it. That was the show. Can you imagine? In this day and age. A broadcast like that. Oh, my God. Really? Do you think they can actually get away with saying some of those things? Unless Simon has cussed out for taste and decency reasons. (laughs) Can we we speed along to the bit that you wanted to say in the outro? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's been much talk of party poppers in the course of this show. And I just wanted to say, um, I, the, the day that I acquired these party poppers quite some time ago, one, they've been sat in what is arguably a small fire trap based problem in my house for some time, awaiting such a moment as to explode on their own. And two, um, the day that I got them, because I'm, I still haven't entirely worked out how to be a, a, a good kind of a cohabiting partner man. Sure. Right. I thought, well, I'll surprise Emma. She was finishing at 1030 at night. <laughs> So what I did was pack a picnic, went over and met her, I took a change of clothes and took her down to the river at half ten at night. So I thought we could wander down the river because it's a nice calming place and she tends to be quite agitated when she finishes late at night. Sure. Wasn't a great idea going down there with party poppers and a bottle of wine. No, of course not. For starters, next to McDonald's and you got all the boy racers going up and down. Yes. All that long empty bits. Yes. Secondly, I found out the next day that just further on down the river, one of my co-workers was in the midst of calling police because somebody looked like they jumped off a bridge. Yes. What are you thinking, man? I thought party poppers and a bottle of wine would be a nice idea of an evening.